Good evening, folks. It's Diamond with the Oppenheimer Ranch Project Magnetic Reversal News and Shinrin Yoku, bringing you a grand solar minimum update Friday, March 25th, around 9 p.m. Mountain Time 2022. The models are in. Snow continues to fall. But the big story, that is the big story. Winter to make dramatic return to the Northeast due to the polar vortex. Keep calm. It's boom time. Winter to make dramatic return to the Northeast due to the polar vortex. And that's the breakdown of the jet stream into meridional flow. And we'll get to that a little later in the podcast. But people from the Great Lakes to the Northeast may want to keep their heavier coats and snow brushes handy as Old Man Winter and his buddy, the Polar Vortex, are not quite done with the region just yet. We'll talk about that when we get to the models. Kawinawa, or Kawinaw, the Kawinaw, the Kawinaw Peninsula passes 300 inches of snow. And that's a big story because according to people decades ago, we would never see snow anymore. And now there's 300 inches in the Kawinaw Peninsula. Now, this peninsula has surpassed three inches of snow total for the winter, with more expected, according to the Cubanaw Convention and Visitors Bureau. According to the official snow total, Michigan's northernmost county is sitting at 300.5 inches for the season. And that is big news. That's 25 feet of snow in one season, by the way. And that's a boom. Critical fire weather this weekend. Flooding possible in California as another snow system moves to the Sierras. Dry, gusty winds will contribute to critical fire weather conditions across large portions of Texas and the southeast U.S. Saturday and Guam through Sunday. In the central and southern California, urban small stream and debris flooding near burn scars is possible Monday in response to periods of moderate to locally heavy rainfall with mountain snow. We're going to get to those models right now. Bear with us. Here we are at the latest GFS model run, and we will just walk it through for you. And let's just check the Northeast first, because that's where the system is going to affect the U.S. now. Here is your Saturday, and there's that snow moving down. West Virginia could be picking up some snow. Take a look at that in the central Appalachians. Western PA, western New York, the Great Lakes regions, including Ohio and uh, western New York State, upstate Vermont. A little bit of upstate New Hampshire and some areas in Maine through Monday are going to be picking up that snow. And there it is. That's pretty significant. Monday morning, the flooding is going to hit California. And that's the snow in the Sierras. Could be picking up 16 inches of the Sierra cement. So heads up for that event. Seismic update. No quakes of note. We got some rockers in the middle of China there. 5.0. Ho, ho, ho. Worldwide volcano news update. A lot going on. Tal Volcano back on the list, puffing and passing the 4,000 feet. Bezat Miani continues to explode here to 13,000 feet. Reventador, Fuego. And we also have Krakatau, Suonosima, Nevado de Chilan, Sabancaya in Peru. Activity remains unchanged as it continues to puff. White Island Volcano, New Zealand. Small crater collapse as unrest continues. There's the collapse area here next to a larger collapsed area. Next to another collapsed area. A lot of collapsed areas. Krakatau, Sunda Strait, strong explosive eruption or episode today. Yesterday, there was a tiny puff. The day before that, a smaller puff, and now this puff. So we have a series of strong phreatic type of uh, explosions occurring at Krakatau currently as the central island grows. Now, I checked out seismicity. Nothing spectacular ha happening below that volcano, so there's no imminent eruption. There might be an imminent eruption uh, in the middle of the Atlantic here at Sao Jorge Volcano in the Azores. And we've been, we reported on it about a week ago. 
with the uptick here in activity straight off from nowhere. And the activity quieted down and there was a lull, but it seems to be picking back up and moving up in a little higher region. So we're going to keep a close eye on this because it does appear as if magma is moving up to the surface and the Azores are about to start to erupt. So keep a close eye with us. Team finds that recent Tonga volcano eruption was a Honga Tonga. No, it actually caused significant space plasma disturbances on a global scale. Let me repeat that. Team finds that the recent Tonga volcano eruption caused significant space plasma disturbances on a global scale. Holy mackerel. The recent eruption of Tong Hung Tonga's Hunga Tonga Hunga Haipei volcano on January 15th was recently confirmed to have launched far-reaching massive global disturbances in the Earth's atmosphere. We saw some of the pictures coming out days after the event where the media claimed they were gravity waves. But using data recorded by more than 5,000 global navigation systems or GNSS ground receivers located around the globe, MIT Haystack Observatory scientists and their international partners from the Arctic University of Norway have observed substantial evidence of eruption-generated atmospheric waves and their ionospheric imprints 300 kilometers above the Earth's surface. And over an extended period. Let me repeat that. This volcano affected the atmosphere 300 kilometers above the Earth's surface over an extended period of time. Well, and that is the effect right there. Holy crap, a -roly. So, if you want to read more, take a look at the article. But that's all we'll touch on here. Now, there is some space weather happening and big. No, it's actually moderate, but in a big way. Moderate in a big way. <laughs> is that even possible? Goes X-ray flux shows we just had a massive C flare, which would be a minor M flare, however you want to classify it. Let's just say it's a CM flare, right on the cusp. And it was very short duration, but it did, in fact, develop into a CME, a coronal mass ejection. And we're going to show you the models now. Now, the first model we're going to show you is the Iswa Signet Streamer from NASA. And they're showing that coronal mass ejection blasting off of the sun and heading towards Earth. We're here in this yellow ball. Uh, in the one view, it is pretty substantial hit. And the hit will be happening on the 28th, 27th, 28th. And we're going to take a look at another model in just a moment coming from NOAA. This is NOAA's solar spiral as it downloads. And right when we get to the 25th here, you're going to see that CME come off the sun. Now, according to their model, very minor blip. Not much of a density there, but we could see some effect in the geomagnetic field. And we are reporting on all this to tell you that what we're looking for is what these coronal mass ejections are doing to our magnetosphere and their effects on our shield. As the shield weakens, these tiny perturbations will become ever more present and affect us in greater and greater ways. So we're looking for impact here, according to the Enlil spiral, right here on the 27th, midday on the 27th UTC. So keep a close eye out for that and stay tuned to the channel. Now, tragic, Comet Leonard death announced. It visited Earth recently, then this happened. It broke apart. Comet Leonard, the brightest comet to visit Earth in 2021, is dead. And it, as it reached its perigee and went behind the sun, it broke apart. Comet Leonard will never visit Earth again. And in December 2021, 
the night sky over Earth had a particularly shiny guest come visiting. It was a dazzling spectacle. The comet was so bright that it even outshined Venus, one of the brightest celestial bodies visible at night other than the moon. This comet named C-2021A1, or Comet Leonard, and discovered by G.J. Leonard, delighted many astronomers and enthusiasts alike because of its green glow and its spectacular tail, which you're looking at now. Now, they were, the enthusiasts were amazed as it flew across the night sky. However, it appears that the beloved comet is no more. Yes, Comet Leonard's death has been announced. The blame for Comet Leonard's death has been laid squarely on our sun. It is apparently disintegrated into smaller pieces as it came near the sun. If you want to read more, read the Earth Sky Report below. And the link will be below on the tragic death of Comet Leonard. Now, scientists find unexplained waves inside the sun that defy known physics. The, under, the undetermined nature of the newly discovered waves promises novel physics about the sun and stars. Now, this is more science fiction-y stuff, but they're getting somewhere. Scientists have discovered a class of never-before-seen waves inside the sun that move in opposite directions of its rotation and travel so fast they defy explanation. The as yet undetermined nature of these waves promises novel physics and fresh insight into our solar dynamics. Well, and hopefully a new model of cosmology because the old one's been dead for decades. Now, bad news. The world has less than 10 years to avert climate change catastrophe report finds. Did you know that 10 years ago, the world had less than 10 years to avert the climate change catastrophe. And 10 years before that, the world had less than 10 years to avert the climate change catastrophe. So for the last and 10 years before that, we had less than 10 years to avert the climate cat change catastrophe. So the good news is that for three decades, we have averted climate ca change catastrophe after climate change catastrophe. And this is no different. I think that we will avert a climate change catastrophe in this decade as well. Based on no science whatsoever, because the article is based on no science whatsoever either. Now, record-shattering heat at both poles is freaking scientists out. Only it's not. Just the paid shills that work for the climate change industry. Actual scientists look at the data and their minds are blown because, well, nothing's happening. And, and it's not mind-boggling that there are warm-ups in the Arctic and the Antarctic. Because there's warm-ups everywhere in the world. The only difference is instead of being minus 50, it's minus 10. The, the problem is what they're talking about is not climate, it's weather. And as we deepen into the grand solar minimum and the magnetic reversal, what happens is the jet stream breaks down. And that once tight zonal flow that we knew so great in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s breaks down into a more meridional flow. And that can bring equatorial heat all the way up into the Arctic Circle. And it can bring Arctic cold all the way down to the equator. And that's exactly what happened. There was weather in the Arctic and weather in the Antarctic. Nothing out of the ordinary. In fact, temperatures in Antarctica in just two days after the article tumbled back below multi-decadal averages. As satellite data reveals the 40 years of cooling and ice expansion. 
Well, I think I want to read more. Thanks, Cap Allon, for reporting on the facts. The facts are that the record temperatures were a result of an atmospheric river. Breakdown of the jet stream. Meridional flow. It trapped heat over the continent. And that's about it. Here's the southern hemispheric stent anomalies from 1979 to present. You can see that where we are right now is, well, the same as it was from 1980 to 2000. So, not very catastrophic. Not only that, here's the Greenland mass balance that's been rising since 2012, straight up. Back to the 1985 baseline. The headlines are scare tactics. The data doesn't support a single headline for 30 years. And all you have to do is read the article. It's that simple. Now let's talk about Antarctica and break that down even further. A previously stable ice sheet or ice shelf the size of New York City collapsed. And that's more fear porn, period. It's just fear porn. Because let's get to the facts. Well, the facts are that the Antarctic ice sheet has changed alarmingly quickly in the past. And it may be happening again, and it's not that alarming. In fact, we have a map called the Pira Reese map, which shows Antarctica ice-free, and it's dated to the 1500s. How you like them apples? Ice-free Antarctica is the bottom right of the map, with animals, like monkeys, and what appears to be a unicorn, and another animal with a curved single horn. But that's just a conspiracy theory, even though the map actually exists. But patterns of rapid ice loss in the past, well, there are patterns of rapid ice loss in the past. And they pale, it, this current ice loss pales in comparison to what we're talking about. Now, I'm going to blow your mind. We're going to be looking at some charts that go from 21,000 years ago to 8,000 years ago. And I'm just going to bring you to this one. <clears throat> because it is full of information. When the black lines go high, this is the collapse of the Antarctic ice sheets. And in fact, called an AISD, an Antarctic ice sheet discharge. And about 15,300 years ago, we had the biggest Antarctic ice sheet discharge I've ever seen. And it lasted for thousands of years. This could be an ice-free Antarctic where the coast is free of ice right here. It did it again in the Younger Dryas. From about 11,300 to 12,200 years ago, there were massive ice rafting events off of Antarctica. Hundreds of times of magnitude larger than this one single sheet breaking off. Events continued to about 8,000 years before present and they've died off. A single tiny ice sheet breaking off of the edge of the Antarctic continental glacier is insignificant compared to the recent past where it shows around 15,000 years ago, the possibility of an ice-free Antarctica existing. And most of this period. Those are the facts, and we'll leave you links to the paper. Now, have you heard Squatterman 2022, the plasma petroglyph tour, is happening in Rui Doso, New Mexico. 30 miles north of Alamogordo, in the middle of nowhere, where Native Americans carved what they saw in the night sky into the rock. 
There are over 20,000 petroglyphs known and cataloged in this region. And we're going to show you 30,000 of them. That's how mind-blowing this is. Limited seating at the conference on the 15th and very limited tickets for the actual petroglyph tour because it's in person and it's in a remote region in extreme conditions. I hope you can join us. the ancients saw firsthand when the stars came alive on scene petroglyph tour special location Rio Doso, New Mexico tickets available at ViewStub check the link mm -hmm.